This is Keep Up. I'm your host, Cynthia Dill. It's Friday, December 8th. I'm in my paper with the studio. Good to be back. Here to talk to you about Cape Elizabeth housing. Maybe you heard on Monday the new town council is going to vote to repeal the amendments passed last month that would put Cape Elizabeth in compliance with LD 2003, or at least so the proponents of that amendment passed last month say. Opponents, who are going to be very happy about this coming Monday, felt that it was overreach and went way too far and chased sort of this agenda, this housing agenda that was behind Dunham Court. And, you know, it's just so interesting to see this this whole thing play out because so last month the town council voted for for passage of this huge amendment that, you know, 92-page packet was present before the town council, identifying over 20 meetings and lots of process. And, you know, just like that, it's going to be uh, voted to be repealed on Monday because we have a new town council. Stephanie Anderson and Tim Thompson were voted in. They will join Tim Reiniger and Susan Gillis, who were just elected two years ago, a lot, you know, in large part on their housing position. And they're going to, you know, they're going to start from scratch. And, you know, elections have consequences. We we saw after the town council in Cape Elizabeth, uh, when Jamie Garvin was chair, you know, rammed Dunham Court down our throats. And within 20 days of that amendment, 10% of Cape voters signed petitions and we repealed it. <laughs> and, um, and now, uh, you know, again, an effort was made to changed the zoning law. um, And along the way, we have two more town councilors elected. So there's going to be a majority of four. Tim Thompson, Stephanie Anderson, Tim Reiniger, and Susan Gillis will vote to repeal the amendment that was passed last month. And, you know, uh, the, the press, I'm sure, is going to make hay out of that, you know, poof, just like that. The, the glimmer of hope for affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth has been extinguished. I mean, I can already hear the, you know, the insults um, and, and see the headlines. And, and it, I'm hoping, though, that at the same time that this new majority on the Cape Town Council, who, who, who feel strongly that, you know, we don't need to take the steps that have been so far suggested to put ourselves in compliance with LE 2003 and therefore will be voting to repeal the amendments passed last month. I'm hoping they, you know, move forward with developing affordable housing on Goldcrest because, you know, that's the viable option in town that would actually produce some housing instead of producing just more debate on who is most righteous in their, you know, housing uh, aspirations. So Cape Elizabeth can move forward on the Gullcrest affordable housing idea because it's supported, you know, by a feasibility study. It's now been the subject of a survey question, you know, reputable or excuse me, questionable reliability, of course, surrounding that survey. Uh, But nonetheless, the one survey question that was relevant to developing affordable housing on Gullcrest, 60% of people were either supportive or neutral. So, you know, that's that's something. It's like, again, you know, again, that to me doesn't mean much, but over 800 
people, 827 registered Cape voters, signed petitions that were certified by the town clerk supporting the development of affordable housing at Goldcrest. So we have we have land. It's zoned for housing. We have definitely enough evidence of community support to move it forward. And we have like clear steps that can be taken because they're spelled out in the Sebago Technics feasibility study. You know, I think it's like page 18. It says if you want to move forward, you could take these steps. So I'm hoping that the new town council, you know, instead of just voting down early 2003, votes up, you know, thumbs up for continuing down the path to doing something really uh, innovative and, you know, and will go a long way to addressing the housing needs and goals of our community. There was just a big discussion at the Housing Diversity Study Committee this week about the housing goals. And, you know, they were talking about maybe a realistic goal for Cape Elizabeth, given, you know, the specific characteristics of our town. We have a lot of open space that's preserved forever uh, for, you know, recreation. We are rural farming uh, town. And so there's not a lot of land for housing. So the goal was, you know, roughly 200 units. Well, developing affordable housing in Gullcrest alone could produce up to 198 affordable housing units without changing the law. So, you know, uh, it's going to be big news that the new council is voting to repeal the amendments on LD 2003. That is going to be big news. But I'm hoping the bigger news is that they move forward on developing affordable housing at Goldcrest because, you know, that that's that's the real story. That's that's the story that has a happy ending. That's the story that the majority of Cape people can get their arms around, or at least it can be tested because, and this is what I'm going to be encouraging the town council on Monday is, you know, take the steps that are in the feasibility study. If, if you know, if you so desire, I'm, I'm totally supportive of that. But in addition, why not just do what would just so easily test whether or not this is a, a viable idea. And that is, Get the estimate for bonding the road, because the only way we're going to build affordable housing on Goldcrest is if we build a road. It doesn't have to be a, a long road, but it has to be a road in that then connects up to the road that's around the um, the transfer station. It has to be a loop. And so, you know, there's only so many ways you can make that road. And so we could get the design of the road and an estimate of how much it would cost and that cost would be bonded, and because it would be over a million dollars, that bond would go out to the voters. So the next step, in my view, the the best efficient way to proceed would be get the cost of the road and put the bond out to the voters, because then every Cape citizen who goes into a vote will be able to see the numbers. This is how much it's going to cost me to do this affordable housing idea, and and, and and vote. And, and if it, you know, if we get a majority of people are supportive of an idea that is legal, uh, that has been supported by a majority of the town council, then it's politically built, you know, bulletproof. It's not something that is going to be the subject of, of a petition or um, some angry, you know, reaction. It's actually a, a growing grassroots movement to do affordable housing in Cape Elizabeth that accommodates kids and families. Like, let's just get back. To, to where we started. And, and where we started was being presented with an idea for so-called affordable housing right in center of town next to town hall, basically a Hampton Inn. 
jamming in 49 one-bedroom units for very low-income people. So it would exclude kids because it was only one bedroom, and it would exclude teachers because it was for low-income right across the street from our blue ribbon schools. And it massively altered the zoning ordinance by eliminating the requirement to have commercial activity on the first floor. So here we're going to put in our beautiful coastal downtown community this gigantic building with no commercial activity on the first floor, you know, where, where kids and families can't live. So we voted that down, but, you know, we want to do something that is consistent with the values and, um, you know, and, and rights of, of the people who live here to comply with the law and to develop affordable housing that's consistent with the vision that has been developed through the comprehensive plan and is supported by, you know, the large majority of the population. So I'm Really hopeful that this new town council will, in addition to you know cleaning up the LD two thousand and three amendments, just stay focused on moving forward on Gullcrest. Not necessarily because I think it's it's you know, but just at least getting it to the point where we can put it out to a vote because it's silly to me. I mean, we we pay these surveys. I mean, pay consultants to do surveys. Like, what is the point of that? We, we, we pay like thousands, like probably over $100,000 so far on consultants to, to take the pulse of the Cape Elizabeth residents about housing. Like, you know, when, when you can hold an election and, and actually get a result that's real and, um, and, and decisive. You know, if people don't support affordable housing on Gullcrest, then they can vote against the bond. And, and then that it's done. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'm, I'm you know, I'm going to pick up my ball and go home, but I don't think that we will. I think that if this idea finally makes it out to voters, that there is going to be support for it. And because it's a good idea, it's a really good idea. I mean, we, we have an opportunity here to do something really unique and beautiful and and show the world that, you know, you don't have to cave to the mob, okay, the mob that's just peddling this bleak housing across the landscape, you know, as if it's some elixir for the housing problem, when in fact, it's just a money machine. It's a cash cow for, for developers who all want to use the low income tax credit. And, you know, good for them. That's, that's their business. That's great. But that doesn't mean we have to swallow it hook, line and sinker, like it's some special thing. You know, it's not like we don't want a big apartment building in the middle of our town. We don't want a big apartment building really anywhere. We want multifamily housing that reflects the community that is welcome to kids and families and people who want to enjoy the outdoors. So that's it for this week. But Monday should be Monday should be big. <laughs> and um, I hope you stick with me. And until next time, this is Cindy Dale signing off.